This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Hey everyone, hey everyone. welcome to Hope and Health. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we appreciate Glad you being with here. us. My goodness, have we been on a journey, huh? Oh, absolutely, we've been on a journey. We're on a journey of building an organism. Yeah, and thank you so much for um, Dave and Christine and all the His Glory family out there. We're so grateful to be a part. Man, goodness, there's so many good things happening um, with His Glory coming up over the next year, two, three. Amazing, you know about Kingdom Fuel. That's uh, Boy, that's just going crazy out there right now. Uh, people can't get enough of that. hope you're getting your um, uh, supply of Kingdom Fuel because... Remember, it's got a two-year shelf life on it, and we need to begin to prepare. I don't want to say catastrophe. We need to begin to put food within our control that is going to be healthy and sustainable because in a world we live in right now, even if you do go to the grocery store and buy good food, you can't get it really good anymore because the, the nutrient density has gone down so far. So we began our series called the Life Series several weeks ago. The Life Series was about looking at the life that we live in from the cell up. And you remember we began with the mm-hmm. cells having three main functions or three, three main, main parts. parts yep. yeah. The nucleus mm-hmm. where the DNA or the genetic material lives. Then there's the cytoplasm where we call it the goo where all the other cellular organisms are yep. housed. And then the outside of the cell is called the cell membrane. So those three main parts of the cell Help us divine what a cell is. And within the cytoplasm, all these organelles that were there, we went through all of those over the last couple we weeks. Did. We focused a lot on the mitochondria, which is powerhouse. the powerhouse. So remember, we talked about how you fuel the mitochondria. Generator. You get your kingdom fuel to do that, right? It had everything in there. So cells begin to form tissues. And so we're going to begin our discussion tonight on the idea of tissues. But let's kind of bring us to home right now and bring it right up to current. And then we'll progress forward into the cells and their mechanisms of building tissues. So cells in their fullest function, they are the basic unit of life. At a cellular level, cells make proteins. And from proteins, tissues are created. We know that tissues actually make up organs. And from organs, organs are housed together to create organ systems, which all of this together then creates the organism or the human being, you or I. So now let's look at each one of the different types of tissue. Now remember, the cells actually build tissues. So when the cells build tissues, we've got to think about what kind of tissues they actually build. And there's really four main types of tissues in which the cells build. So the term tissue is used to describe a group of cells that are similar in structure and they perform a specific function. Histology is the field of study that involves microscopic examination of tissue appearance, tissue organization, and tissue function. Tissues are organized into four broad categories based on their structural and functional similarities. And these categories are four types, epithelial, connective, muscle tissue, and nervous tissue. The primary tissue types work together to contribute to the overall health and the maintenance of the human body. Thus, any disruption of the structure of a tissue can lead to injury or disease. 
There are basically four primary types of tissue. Epithelial tissue refers to groups of cells that cover exterior surfaces of the body, line internal cavities, and passageways, and actually even form certain glands. Connective tissue, as its name implies, binds the cells and organs of the body together. Get it? Connective, connection, connective tissue. Muscle tissue contracts forcefully when it's excited, providing movement. And nervous tissue is also excitable, allowing for the generation and propagation of electrochemical signals from the nerve impulses that communicate between different regions of the body. So these four different tissues are really everywhere on the body. If you look at the location where they may be found, you look. here's a picture of the human body you're going to see in just a moment. So we want you to think about where are these tissues found that we talked about, beginning in epithelial, uh, connective, uh, muscle tissue, and nervous tissue. And they're literally everywhere. Without these type of tissues, we can't hold together. So here we go as far as a location. So upper left-hand corner, nervous tissue. It's your brain, that's your spinal cord and your nerves. Upper right-hand corner, muscle tissue. You've got three types of muscle tissue. We'll go into detail with each one of these. Cardiac muscle sits in the center of your chest. You've got smooth muscle tissue, parts of your organs, and then skeletal muscle. Down in the lower right-hand corner, connective tissue. Connection is the fat and other soft padding tissue, as well as bone, tendons, and ligaments. Then you've got the epithelial tissue on the lower left, which lines the hollow organs, your GI tract, and even forms the surface of your skin called the epidermis. So when you look at these four different, even though it's fat tissue is a connective tissue, you don't want to have too much of that connection. That's right, because right. it, it doesn't do a whole lot except hold on to toxins, and it, it does provide some padding. It does, and a little padding you need, but too much padding is a bad thing, right? It's like, okay, that's a little bit too thick right there in the middle. So let's think about this. So we're going to begin right now with the idea of epithelial tissues. Now, this is a little bit complicated, we'll tell you right now, so just hang, hang with, with it us. and just grab a hold of what you can grab a hold of. So. Here we go with our discussion on epithelial tissues. So what is the epithelium? The epithelium is a type of body tissue that forms a covering on all internal and external surfaces of your body. It lines body cavities and hollow organs and is the major tissue in your glands. So what are epithelial cells? We've talked about cells as the basic foundational unit of life. In biology, a cell is the smallest unit that can live on its own, and cells make up all living organisms and the tissues of your body. More than 30 trillion cells make up your human body. The basic cellular reminder is three simple units. Again, the cell membrane, the outer covering, the nucleus that contains most of the cell's DNA, and the cytoplasm, which is the goo or the fluid inside the cell that contains all the other cell parts or organelles that have certain function. Now, epithelial tissue is made up of epithelial cells, and the cells can be different shapes and can be arranged in a single layer or multiple layers, depending upon where they are in your body and what kind of function they have. So individual cells, being the smallest part that can live on their own, these cells, the types of cells determine the tissues they form. And of course, we know the tissues, again, form the organs, the organs form the organ systems, and the organ systems form the organism, which is us. But we're talking about the different types of 
tissues here that are formed by the cells. Talk about the epithelial tissue. There are several things that that epithelial tissue does. And so here is a non-complete but pretty general list of what it all might do. So epithelial tissues have several important functions that are essential to life. And since epithelial cells are found throughout your body, their function and purposes change based on their location. Epithelial tissues can have one or more of the following combination of several functions. At the top of the list there, you see protection. Epithelial tissues protect several aspects of your body. For example, your skin is made up of epithelial tissue and it protects the tissues deeper in your body, such as your blood vessels, your muscle, and your internal organs. The cilia on the epithelial cells that line your intestines or your respiratory tract protect the rest of your body from bacterial invasion. Next is secretion. Epithelial tissues in your glands can secrete and release enzymes, hormones, and fluids. Absorption. The epithelial lining of your internal organs, such as your liver and lungs, can allow the absorption of certain substances. For example, the internal epithelial lining of your intestines absorbs nutrients from the food that you eat. Excretion. Excretion is the removal of waste from your body. The epithelial tissue in your kidneys excrete waste. And the epithelial tissues in your sweat glands, they excrete sweat. Filtration, the epithelium of your respiratory tract. Your lungs filters out dirt and particles and cleans the air that you breathe. Epithelial tissues in your kidneys filter your blood. Diffusion, in biology, diffusion is the passive movement of molecules or particles from regions of a higher concentration to regions of a lower concentration. The simple squamous epithelial cells form a membrane that allows selective diffusion of materials to pass through. Diffusion helps with filtration, absorption, and secretion functions. Then sensory reception at the bottom of the list, the sensory nerve endings that are embedded in the epithelial tissues allow your body to receive outside sensory stimulus. As an example, the stereocilia that's on the surface of your epithelial tissue in your ear are an essential component for hearing and balance. Now, in addition, your taste buds are embedded in the stratified squamous epithelium of your tongue. So the epithelial tissues do a lot of things. And we don't think about that. So the when you look at the different types and all that, there, the many of them are, are categorized by you know their their shapes and the way they look, etc. And so just understand that when you look at the different types of epithelial tissue, there are multiple types. So after we get back from this brief break, we're going to talk about the different types of epithelial tissues. And as we talk about these different types. I don't expect you to get this. We don't expect you to get this really in any depth at all, but we expect you to be familiar with the idea of the wonderment of the human body in general. So again, just stay right with us and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the types of these different epithelial cells. So hang with us. We'll be right back. This is absolutely not protein powder. This is Kingdom Fuel. Our complete nutritional shake mix. Kingdom Fuel provides a full spectrum of vitamins, minerals, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats to fuel your body, your life, so that you can enjoy health and peace of mind. 
friends, Dr. Michelle Sherwood here. I'm Dr. Mark Sherwood. Many people know about our clinic, but we also have a desire to help people who can't personally visit us, but still want to take steps towards better health. Our two-week health reset is a great first step and requires no video appointments or tests. With our health reset, you will get 28 detox shakes to provide the ideal nutritional foundation, 28 supplement packs with key nutrients, and access to daily videos where we encourage you along the two-week process. Our health reset plan is usually $180. Now, it's just $169 with your promo code. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use promo code HOPEHEALTH to receive this exclusive offer. Take a simple step and let us guide you on the road to feel better. We're back. We sure hope you're enjoying yourself. We were talking about the different types of tissues, and we talked about the, the multiple different types. We began our discussion today with the epithelial tissues, and the epithelial tissues really are everywhere, and many times there's different types of those things, but it's really cool to understand the types of shapes, the arrangement, and the function to determine where they might be in the body. We've talked about the location of these different types of tissues, but the epithelial tissues are everywhere. So the different types of epithelial tissue, here they are. Squamous epithelium are cells that are flat and sheet-like in appearance. Cuboidal epithelium, cuboidal cells are cube-like in appearance, meaning that they have equal width, height, and depth. Columnar epithelium, the columnar epithelial cells are column-like in appearance, meaning they are taller than they are wide. The types of epithelial cells in your body, given the different shapes and types and layers of cells, there can be several different types of, of these tissues. Well, and we know that since these different types are there, um, they, they just, they're identified by their different structures. And you mentioned squamous being uh, flat and cuboidal being uh, like a cube. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. right? So, for example, where would simple squamous epithelium be? It's going to line blood vessels and body cavities, and it regulates the passages of substance into the underlying tissues. Simple cuboidal uh, epithelium is typically found in glandular secreting tissue and kidney tubules. Simple columnar epithelium, this type of epithelium is often specialized for absorption and usually has apical cilia or microvilli, and these uh, uh, cells line your stomach and your intestines. Stratified squamous epithelium, this type of epithelium usually has protective functions, including uh, the outer layer of your skin and is made up of stratified squamous epithelial cells. Stratified cuboidal epithelium, this type of epithelium is not as common and is found in the excretory ducts of your salivary and your sweat glands. Stratified columnar epithelium is seen in the mucous membrane that lines your eyelids, where it's both protective and mucus secreting. Pseudostratified columnar epithelium is in the upper respiratory tract and it usually has a lot of cilia. Epithelial cells based on specialized functions can also be categorized by the functions that they have, including transitional epithelium, 
which is made up of several layers of cells that become flattened when they're stretched. So it lines most of your urinary tract and allows your bladder to expand. Glandular epithelium, this type of epithelium is specialized to produce and secrete certain substances. It's found in your glands, which are specialized organs that can make, store, and or release substances such as hormones, proteins, and even water. Olfactory epithelium is located within your nasal cavity and it contains olfactory receptor cells which have specialized cilia extensions. The cilia trap odor molecules that you breathe in as they pass across the surface. This information about the molecules is then transmitted from the receptors to the olfactory bulb in your brain where your brain then interprets the smell. So obviously, you know, when you look at these different types of epithelial cells that are based upon, you know, shape, location, function, arrangement, I mean, just think about the innumerable, indescribable places where they could be. And again, just to kind of go through this very briefly one more time in segments here, very quickly. First of all, they're grouped out like by their arrangement. Keep that in mind. The arrangements are... Simple. Epithelium means there's only one layer of cells. Stratified is made up of more than one layer of cells. And then pseudostratified is epithelium that's made up of closely packed cells that appear to be arranged in layers because they're different sizes. But there's actually just one layer of cells. There you go. And now we talk about them being based or arranged on their shape. Once again, the simple shapes, and we said this before, but just to, so you can see it for yourself, there it is, the shapes. So simple squamous epithelium, lines your blood vessels and body cavities, simple cuboidal, glandular tissue, simple columnar, absorption, has apical cilia or microvilli in your stomach and intestines, stratified squamous, is usually protective components that protect against microorganisms and water loss. The outer layer of your skin is made up of stratified squamous epithelium. Stratified cuboidal epithelium is not as common and is found in the excretory ducts of your salivary and sweat glands. Stratified columnar mucous membranes that line your eyelids or other areas that need protective and mucus secreting components. Pseudostratified columnar lines your upper respiratory tract and usually it has a lot of cilia. So again, this different types of shape is incredibly important. And then we finally get to this place called function. And when you get to function, again, this is just there we talked about it a moment ago, but so we talked about the shape, the arrangement and the function identifies the type of epithelial cells. So again, one more time, here is the function. Transitional epithelium is made up of several layers, lines your urinary tract and allows the bladder to expand. Glandular epithelium produces and secretes substances, and this is usually found in your glands, which make, uh, make, can make, store, and release certain substances like hormones, protein, and water. Then, like the olfactory epithelium located in your nasal cavity, contains olfactory receptor cells and specialized cilia, which trap odors, and then it sends this molecular information to the olfactory bulb in your brain, where your brain then interprets the smell.
And did you know that even lifestyle can affect the epithelial tissue? Imagine that. It's crazy. A lot of things, you know, we don't think about the damage of the epithelial tissue in our body creating a problem. And so, you know, if tissues are really designed, they're made from cells to create organs, organ function would be impaired by damage to the epithelial tissue of that organ, right? That's right. So how do we make sure our cells function better? Once again, going back to the idea of a cell, the smallest organism that can live by itself, the thing that gives us its power is the mitochondria. The brain that houses the DNA is going to be the nucleus. And so we have to have this synergistic function to give that cell what it needs to be alive, and that's where you know you got to eat right. You got to get that lifestyle right. right. So, got to get your kingdom fuel. Kingdom fuel, exactly. So, the different things in life, not not just food and not just lifestyle we put in our mouth, many many things can affect the functionality of the epithelium. And here are just a few. So, the environment, like smoking, sun, excessive amount of drugs, even alcohol can affect epithelial tissues. pH, anything that alters the pH, when the body becomes too acidic, it can damage the epithelium. Nutrients, lack of certain nutrients, lack of antioxidants, lack of the nutrients that the epithelium needs to recover can injure or damage the epithelium. Then lack of fluids, after all, a cell is 60% water, so if you dehydrate it, it's already injured. Did you know that one of the biggest concerns with epithelial tissue is the potential for malignancy development? What's malignancy? Like cancer. Mm. Like cancer development wow. as an adenocarcinoma or papillary thyroid carcinoma, which or are just two type types of cancer. Of cancer. Yeah. yeah. Adenocarcinoma cancers affect the glandular tissue that uh, lines the organs. It's the most common type of cancer affecting organ organs. So, Adenocarcinoma is responsible for many cancers. Yeah, like prostate cancers, most breast cancers, about 96% of colorectal cancers, approximately 95% of pancreatic cancers, and even around 40% of non-small cell lung cancers are adenocarcinomas. And we talked about all those things you see there that can affect that. And, and again, they're not going to help it at all. So this is where you got to make sure that you're, uh, you're eating well and, you know, the, the environment's good, things that you control. Don't over-ingest alcohol and, you know, think about uh, toxins around. That's good. And, and don't eat acidic food all the time no, because we it. need to have the right things there. Uh, nutrients are good. So uh, how can we protect the epithelium? Kingdom fuel, once again. I keep going back to that, but kingdom the idea fuel. of kingdom fuel is not just what we put in a, a jug we made up. It's, it's things that actually create life, and they're found in our environment. At least they were, at least to some level. So we have to um, create a, adjunctive uh, therapies there to that, which we mean add supplements to a good diet, and we actually do pretty well. So our pH is good, our nutrients are good, and then we, we should limit injuries, of course, and we should keep hydration because cells need water. So we conclude the idea on epithelial tissues. And when we come back next week, we're going to continue this theme on tissues with talking about connective tissues. You're going to be blown away. You don't want to miss that discussion because it's actually mind-blowing. Some of the things that are connective, such as fat and blood are connective tissues. Come on. Tendons, ligaments, and bone. 
Crazy. Well, we'll talk about that next week, but boy, sure hope you're enjoying our life series on the anatomy of humanity, let's call it, right? Anatomy of humanity. And we're here to provide you hope. So we, we want you to enjoy this and take good care of that temple because God made it. When he looked at human beings and mm-hmm. among his creation, he said, that's pretty good. He looked at human beings and said, that's really good because he created mankind, us, in his own image. So if this sounds complicated to you, great. Welcome to the world of really uh, looking at God. He is extremely complicated. His ways and thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and we're not ever going to understand them. But while we're trying to understand them, we still stop in wonder, awe, and amazement. We'll look forward to seeing you next week on Hope and Health. I hope you guys have enjoyed your, uh, your travel through the journey of anatomy with us, and we'll continue it next week right here. On Hope and Health. Bye for now. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.